Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 54. In this episode, Demolition as Closure. This show is brought to you by Hydroquip, the UK's largest independent provider of on-site hose repairs. Call 0845-812-0212 for the 24-7 national call-out service. Or download the Hydroquip Job Manager app for iOS and Android devices from the App Store. We often talk about demolition paving the way for the future. That's certainly true here in the UK where space is at a premium and just about any construction begins with demolition to make the necessary space. Of course, many demolition companies' reputations now hinge upon their ability to take materials from the old to help construction companies create something new. But there's another kind of progress, another kind of demolition-inspired moving on that I'd like to talk about in this show. And now, a word from our sponsor. CanTrack Global provides the only tracking device capable of working on demolition equipment and attachments out of the box. Its super rugged design is fully waterproof and provides both the equipment location and the ability to recover in the event of a theft. Attachment recoveries were up 220% in 2016. See CanTrackGlobal.com or Google the CanTrack asset to find out more. The pastor at a Texas church where more than 20 people were killed recently hopes to demolish the house of worship and erect a memorial garden in its place. Now I'm English and I'm blessed or cursed with English sensibilities so I won't even bother to try to raise the point of gun control in the US. It's not my country and it's not my argument. Nor would I question the motives of Pastor Frank Pomeroy whose 14 year old daughter Annabelle died in the shooting at the First Baptist Church of Sutherland Springs. In truth, this call for demolition in the aftermath of a tragedy is not unique. Since demolition news threw open its electronic doors almost a decade ago, we've reported on countless incidences in which a house or building at the centre of a murder investigation is earmarked for demolition. The reason for this is usually said to be to avoid sick individuals from turning a murder house into some kind of ghoulish monument to the events that transpired within. And let's be honest, there are plenty of sickos in the world that would see ownership of a property in which a murder happened as a fast track to a quick thrill or a fast buck. But there seems to be more to this than just preventing the scene of such a tragedy falling into the wrong hands. In fact, it often seems that the general public sees demolition as some kind of post-traumatic closure or a way to erase tragedy by erasing the very building in which the tragedy took place. It is demolition as the purging of evil. Does it work? Can the demolition of a building really rid of a town of an incumbent evil? Does destroying the home of a serial killer destroy their legacy and provide local people and the families of their victims with some much-needed closure? Who knows? But if such a course of action provides just a little peace and respite for the likes of Pastor Frank Pomeroy, his family, friends and parishioners, then demolish away. Thanks for listening.